All right, welcome to Effective Strategies for an Office Manager. Are you all in the right place? Good, very good. Okay, my name is Bethany Clayton, and I will be your presenter today. I'm going to close the door. <laughs> or at least crack it here. It's nice and loud out there. All right. All right. So they originally had someone else um, speaking at this session, but uh, she wasn't able to make it. So you have the JV squad with you today. <laughs> so um, also, I didn't name the session. Um, I inherited it. So um, hopefully, I will come somewhere close to your expectations for effective strategies for an office manager. Um, just want to tell you a little bit about myself. Um, I'm from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I grew up, grew up there. Um, I'm the second of five children in my family, so um, I feel like you know, I, don't, I don't have kids yet, so I can still talk about my family of origin. <laughs> um, yeah, so I grew up there, and then my first administrative job was um, right out of high school. I started as um, a band manager. Um, I managed a band. Uh, it was crazy. I learned a lot. Um, it's it's kind of like a small business, um, but then you you know you handle booking um, events and it's, it's a lot of event planning, um, preparing for that. So learned a lot. It was crazy. Um, yeah. So then after that, um, I went to I went to Moody Bible Institute in Chicago. Um, I graduated from there with a degree in um, teaching English to speakers of other languages. So really enjoyed that. Um, and while I was a student, I actually worked in the IT department at the help desk. So um, some of what I'll be sharing with you today is technology related, um, which I learned there. So um, yeah, so then after I graduated, I actually um, stayed on in the IT department and worked in um, office management in the IT department. So um, I was there for a year. Um, I learned a lot there about um, just systems and processes. And, um, and we actually had two full-time staff for office management in that department because it, um, I don't know if you've heard of Moody Radio or Moody Publishers. Yeah, so that IT department uh, serviced all three areas, the publishers, radio, and the institute. So we were very busy and very big. So um, we needed two full-time office management people. So um, so yeah, I learned a lot there. Um, I married David, who's in the back there, <laughs> in um, January 2018, so just over a year ago. Um, yeah, and then I, um, I actually started at um, Ohio Ministry Network um, a year ago this week. So just, I have really loved it. It's been crazy, but I have loved it a lot. Um, so I am the credentialing specialist at the Ohio Ministry Network, as well as um, I'm also the administrative assistant to um, Josh Williford, who's our network secretary. I don't know if you've heard, if you know him or have met him. Um, but um, so basically what that means is I handle the entire credentialing process for the Ohio AG. Um, so I work with the general counsel, which is the national office for the Assemblies of God in, in um, the United States. 
Um, and then also with the applicants to make sure that they're meeting all of their the general counsel's requirements. Um, so we have a uh, one of our main events is new credentials orientation. Um, it's actually coming up in like two weeks, so that's like all I'm thinking about <laughs> these days. Um, so I'm actually going to use in my demonstration later. I'm going to use part of um, uh, part of that what I what I do for that um, for our demonstration later. So um, so yeah. So I do everything from the the orientation to the credentialing interviews. We have them all in one day, um, so that's really crazy. And then I get all the I get all their certificates from general counsel, and I mail them out. And um, I also and then for ordination, it's a little different. Um, they have an ordination service at network conference each year, and so I help manage that. Um, so I answer a lot of emails. <laughs> And phone calls. <laughs> Can I get an amen? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's like, I think it's like 40% of what I do. <laughs> I'm sure you can relate to that. Um, okay, so, so we have about 800, 800 to 900 ministers, depending on when you ask. <laughs> um, and so I also manage all of the, the database and then the records for all of, all of those ministers. Um, so that's, you know, it's just, it's just a lot, yeah. Um, and then also, Josh and I um, take minutes at uh, the network presbytery meetings, the executive presbytery meetings, and then also at network conference. Um, we actually use Google, a Google Doc for that. I know someone was teaching a Google yeah, Drive really thing. Long. Oh my goodness, it is awesome. Because we are sitting there on our separate laptops, taking notes on the same document at the same time, and oh wow, it has revolutionized the way we do minutes for meetings, so highly recommend that. Um, our office also handles the resolutions committee, so whenever somebody wants to um, make changes to um, our the OMN um, bylaws or constitution, that's that's the process. The resolutions committee handles that, so we handle that. Um, and then also the screening committee, we are also in charge of, um, which is, is made up of the assistant presbyters, um, and they basically screen all our applications for credentialing. So it's a lot of different things, and I don't know if you understood all of them. It depends on kind of how connected you are to the network, but um, but I'm sure you can relate to you know, the variety of things that you handle as an administrative person. Um, and so I'm sure a lot of your jobs are also a little schizophrenic in that way. They're just like, you just feel like you're kind of having to switch from one thing to another all the time, and it gets really overwhelming, and it's like your to-do list is enormous. Um, and so that's kind of part of what I want to talk about today, um, how our how to do jobs like ours without going crazy. <laughs> um, and so I'd like to share some things with you um, that I do to keep sane, to keep myself sane and loving my job. Um, so, and I, I don't know all of you very well, but I, but I know that 
administrative people are some of my very favorite people. So I already love you just because you're here in this, in this um, session. Um, you work so hard for the people you serve, and they have no idea. And so I just want to say thank you on their behalf um, for what you do in your churches and in your positions. Um, you communicate well. You don't miss things. Um, you're humble. You see things other people don't. Um, and so can we just give ourselves a round of applause for being awesome administrative people? <laughs> yeah. Um, so like I said, um, I want to talk about some things that keep me sane in my job. Um, and, I'm, and I'm splitting them into two kind of two categories. So it's, it's really stress management is, is what, I think, what I think it boils down to, or taking care of yourself. Um, and then the other, the other part is technology. And it is your friend, not your enemy. <laughs> and how can we befriend technology? Um, so if you want to call those effective strategies for an office manager, that's fine too. <laughs> So, um, so I'll just start with um, taking care of yourself. So, um, like I said, a lot of the stuff is stress management, and and honestly, you've probably heard it before. Um, but I know for me, I need to be reminded of this stuff all the time. Um, I need to be reminded to take care of myself and put my put my emotional and mental health before my to do list, um, and um, and I need to be supported by the people around me. So. Today, I want to be your coworker friend and remind you to take care of yourself. Um, so, yeah, this job that I have now at OMN has really necessitated this for me. My my job at Moody before we just didn't have a lot of I just didn't have a a uh, huge workload, and this job I do. <laughs> so I often find myself overwhelmed with the amount of work on my plate and. Like I said, a lot of the tasks, tasks are just unrelated, or they're not one big project. So, um, And also, many times I'm dealing with paperwork that represents somebody's pain, and um, that's just hard. Sometimes I just sit at my desk and I just cry a little bit because I'm like just reading about somebody's life and the pain that they've gone through. So um, maybe some of you can relate to that. So number one have a routine it's very simple <laughs> have a routine so for me it looks like this when I get in in the morning I go through my inbox because like I said I got a lot of emails um, and so I don't deal with every email I I just if there's something I can deal with in five minutes or less I'll I'll do that email and file it away and um, then leave the rest for later because just can't handle all of them at once. Um, the next thing I do is I go through my to-do list and I decide what has to be done today before I leave. What needs to be done, no matter what, I have to get these three things done before I leave. And don't make it everything, because that's not possible. You're just a human. <laughs> um, just decide what you have to get done today. So that's like set, set your goals for the day and make them attainable. <laughs> um, and then I, I actually use um, Asana. Have, have you guys heard of Asana? Yeah, I use that for my task management. Um, Asana, yeah, here, let me show it to you. Yeah, 
Um, it is amazing. Yes. I have to remember how remember what my login is because I saved it. <laughs> okay. So yeah, so it's a task management um, software, I guess. All right. Yes, I know. Come on now. Sorry, give me one second here. This Wi-Fi is really frustrating. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't planning on showing this to you, but it makes sense. I should. Yeah. So basically, what's so great about it is that you can set due dates for each of your tasks. So I used to just have a have a legal pad for my to-do list, and I just it was like one, for one week, and I'd just write down all of my tasks, and then the stuff I didn't get done, I'd just put it on my on next week's one. Um, but I found that. I would get really overwhelmed when I would look at my legal pad because, you know, the stuff I got done isn't just going away. It's still there. It's just checked off. Um, and, okay. Clayton at... Oh, guys, I don't know how to log in. Never mind. Okay. You can look it up. Do you? Yeah, I don't know how to show it on the screen. Yeah. Yeah, I have mine on my phone too. Yeah, so it's an it's an app. Sorry? A S A N A. Yeah. A S A N A, yeah. So it's a it's a free app. Um, and then there's also um, I can show you just you can just look on my laptop here. Um, it's also there's also a website version of it. Um, so I've got, I can go over here to my tasks, um, and I've got everything, you can sort it by due date, and I found that's really helpful because it shows me what is most important now, and then I can put stuff in there for later, and it's going to remind me later that I need to do that. So I have stuff in here for like June and July and August um, that's already in there and set, and it'll remind me, and... I really, really like that um, because it just it lowers my stress level because <laughs> I know I'm not going to forget it because it's going to remind me. Um, yeah, you can get email reminders. You can get reminders on your phone. Um, I don't like email reminders because it just clogs up my inbox because I get too many emails already. So I just get them on my phone. I really like that. So, um, so yeah. So okay. So. So I go through my inbox and then I go through my to-do list and I decide what has to be done today. Um, and then I update um, any of my due dates that I have in there in Asana. Um, if I'm like, okay, that's not going to get done until next week and that's okay. So I just set the due date for next week instead. Um, and then the other thing that I do in my routine is um, if there's something that is overwhelming to me, I do it in the morning. I do it like first thing, just get it out of the way and done. Um, because that's gonna, it's, otherwise it's gonna stress me out all day and I'm gonna feel, feel overwhelmed all day. So I just try to get it done in the morning. Um, 
Because sometimes it's hard to motivate yourself to do things you don't want to do when you're overwhelmed. And so I'm always finding that I'm like managing my emotions <laughs> in order to be productive. So, okay. So have a routine. The other number two is make a list, which is kind of part of number one, but make a list. Uh, if anything is overwhelming to me, um, if I have like a big task, I'll just break it down into smaller tasks and just start with the first one, you know? So for new credentials orientation, for example, um, I make these little bags that have a bunch of resources in them and I gotta print out all the resources. I gotta, and then I gotta lay them out and, and stuff all the bags and it just, it is a long process and it takes forever. Um, so, what I like to do is I'll like print out this thing today and then I'll print out the other thing tomorrow and then I'll have it all ready to go and then I just knock out, knock out like stuffing the bags in one day later. But if I do, if I think I'm gonna do it all in one day, that's gonna be overwhelming. So, breaking it up is, I've found to be helpful, so. Okay, so we got have a routine, make a list. Um, three is take time to organize. Um, so sometimes when we get really busy, um, you know, there's stuff on your desk, physical stuff on your desk, and it just gets crowded. And I have found that if I just take the time, go put that file back in the filing cabinet, and like, like get rid of my mug that I've been drinking coffee out of, like go wash it. Um, um, if I just take time to do that, I feel a lot better. Um, and I can look at my desk and it's clean and yeah. Also with my computer files, um, just taking the time to go through them and decide, hey, I don't need that anymore. I have a policy with my downloads folder. Do you guys ever get really clogged up in your downloads folder? <laughs> Um, I have a policy that, okay, if I don't move it out of my downloads folder, it's going to get deleted because I just go through every once in a while and delete my entire downloads folder. So if something gets downloaded there, I got to save it somewhere else or else it's going to get deleted so that I don't have to be like, oh, I have to go through my downloads folder. That's so overwhelming because there's so much in there all the time. So that's one thing I do. Another thing I do is um, I have archive folders in my folder, so, I, so you know, we do a lot of events, um, and, you know, I, for network conference, I have, I have electronic files from the 90s, and so I have one archive folder in my network conference folder, I just throw all of that in there, so I'm not having to look through all of my folders to find the stuff that I need now, so that's another thing that I like to do. Um, and then the third thing under take time to organize is clean off your desk at the end of the day. Save five minutes at the end of your day and just clean off your desk. So that you can get in there in the morning and just be like, ah, I can start my day and I'll take you with all this other stuff first. So, all right. So we've got have a routine, make a list, take time to organize. Four is take breaks. Even if you feel like you don't have time. Because whatever you're working on is not as important as your emotional and mental health and well-being. It will be there when you get back. 
And you're probably going to be more productive after your break than you would have been if you just worked through it. So um, if, I don't know if that means for you taking or scheduling a break or just being like, I know for me it's like, okay, I can't deal with this right now. I'm just going to get up, take a lap around the office, sit back down, get some water, make some coffee, um, and then get back to it. Um, but, but that always is helpful for me. Um, all right, so then the last one, allow yourself to make mistakes. <laughs> I, know, I don't know about you guys, but I'm an imperfect person and I make mistakes and I just have to accept that about myself. And um, I know a lot of us are probably perfectionists and we take pride in our work. I am too. I'm, I love grammar and English grammar, and, and when I see, you know, grammar mistakes and spelling mistakes, that just stresses me out, and I don't like it, and it's very embarrassing to me, but it happens, because you're not perfect, and that's okay. I send out emails to, like, all of our ministers sometimes. Every once in a while, there'll be, like, a huge mistake in there, and oh my goodness, it just... It makes me so frustrated. I just have to be like, hey, I am an imperfect person, and that is okay. So, and also, admit that you're wrong quickly. <laughs> admit that you're wrong very quickly, because it's just better. It's just better. <laughs> it's just better that way. <laughs> okay, so that has been um, part one. Um, of this session, taking care of yourself and um, stress management. So I've got have a routine, make a list, take time to organize, take breaks, and allow yourself to make mistakes. Okay, so now this is part two, but it's also kind of number six. <laughs> Um, technology is your friend. It is your friend. Um, yeah, I learned a lot about uh, technology and how to use it at my when I was working in the IT department at Moody. Um, and I just I fell in love with it, and I fell in love with like showing people how to use it. Um, I just think it's really fun because it it can change how you think about your tasks. You know, it can change. Um, how you do things, and it can make it can make your processes faster and simpler. Um, so, so my first tip for that is learn the technology that you already have, um, and uh, sometimes that just means like, okay, I want to learn how to do this specific thing in this program. Just Google it. <laughs> People can learn anything on YouTube, and so can you. You really can. And so just Google it. Um, that's what I do. Even when I was at the help desk at Moody, honestly, a lot of the problems that I ran into that people brought to us, I just Googled it. And so did all my coworkers. That's all we did. So you can do that too. You can do it yourself. You don't have to be a technology wizard or master to do that. So that's, that's my first one. Now, um, next I'm going to sh show you some super practical things. Um, I'm going to use my laptop here um, and our no 
Yay! Okay, can you all see that, or do you want me to turn the lights off? We're good? Cool. Okay. So, the first one is called Quick Parts. Have you heard of Quick Parts? Okay, so it's actually in, it's built into all of the whole Microsoft suite. So it's in Outlook, it's in uh, Microsoft Word, Excel, um, and I don't know, any of the other ones, probably. But, um, so I'm going to show you how to use it. It's very cool. So, here's how it works. So say, so I've written out this email. Um, I'm not logged into Outlook on here, but normally I use it in Outlook because I send a lot of the same emails. You know, it's like form emails. So, um, so how it works is um, you highlight the text that you want to use. You go up here to insert, quick parts, and then, um, let's see here, save selection to quick part gallery. All right. So now you, you got to um, name it. So I'm going to call it NCO registration because that's what this is sort of about here. Um, I'm going to hit OK. Now I can type the type, start typing the words NCO registration. Oh, this is an old version that's not working. Okay. In the newer versions of um, of um, the office suite, if you start typing the word, it'll be like, it'll auto fill it for you. Um, but the other way to do it is you go to insert, quick parts, here it is. And you can just insert it into your file, your email, your um, whatever. So I have loved this because I send a lot of the same emails, like I say. Like I said, they're just form emails and you can go in and edit whatever you want and then just send it. So that's one thing um, that I have loved. Um, another thing that I have loved and learned to use is Excel. Do, all, do any of you use Excel? It's amazing, and I love it so much. I took, I took a class on it. Um, I just learned, I just, it was just like a video seminar thing, um, and I really fell in love with it then because I learned how to use it. Um, so I'm going to show you some of the things that I do. So um, this is a uh, pretend NCO attendees list. So I'm sure a lot of you do event registration or something like that. Um, and so I love doing it in Excel, and I'll show you why. <laughs> so you see we've got, we've got last name, first name, spouse, level, email address, um, education, and then you can't really see the rest because it's kind of cut off there. So the first thing I'm going to do is um, tell it to automatically space out the columns. So to do that, you're going to click and hold and drag all of the columns that you want. Then you're going to go in between the columns so you see that little double arrow thing and click that or double click it, and then it spreads it out so that you can see everything, okay? Um, so you see, okay, so then we have ministry position, ministry goal, church area, all right? Okay, so now what I normally do is format it as a table. 
So that's it's very simple. It's just you have to click within the um, within your data set, and then uh, Excel will know, hey, this is a data set. So you go up here to Format as Table, and then just pick one of the formats. I, I like the medium ones normally. I like that one. I just like the color. Um, <laughs> um, so then it automatically says, hey, I think this is your data set. And you're like, yeah, you're right. Good job. Good job, Excel. You're so smart. Um, and this, this says, my table has headers. Um, and so the headers, what it's talking about are the last name, first name, spouse, level, that stuff at the top. So yes, my table does have headers, so I'm going to leave that box checked. Hit OK. And then you see it gave me little, it gave me little drop downs next to each of the header items. Now, I would like this table to be alphabetized because that makes sense to me, right? So I'm going to do it by last name. So I'm going to go over here to last name, click this little drop down, and say sort A to Z. Boom, alphabetized. <laughs> All right. Um, another thing we can do is filter. Um, so here, let me just zoom out a little bit here so you can see everything. So a lot of times I will look at at uh, people's area um, for different things. And so maybe I want to look at just at just the people from Greater Akron area. So I'm going over here, clicking the drop down, then coming down here and checking that select all box so that nothing is checked, and then just checking Greater Akron. Okay. Now we just have the Greater Akron folks. So I can do whatever I need to do with that. Okay. And then so to go back to all of them, we're going to come back to area. And either you can check this box again, or you can say clear filters from area. Okay. And then got all my data back. All right. Um, so that can be very useful for any number of reasons, obviously. So um, another thing that I like to do, um, so you see in my, in my level column, I've got certificate of ministry and license. So I don't, I don't like, I think certificate of ministry is too long. I would rather just say certified. So I'm going to change, I want to change all of them to certified. So, but I don't want to go through and type in just certified in all of those places. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to find and select, okay, and go to replace, all right? So it says find what? Find certificate of ministry, oops, but you got to spell it right, <laughs> ministry, certificate of ministry, okay, and replace with certified. Okay, so then it gives you these options, replace all, replace, find all, find next. So if you just find all or find next, it's just going to show them to you. Um, if you replace all, it's going to automatically do it. If you hit replace, it's going to go through each one one by one. So you can kind of, um, so if I do that, see it just replace the first one, just replace the second one, or you can just do replace all. And it says it's made six replacements. Thank you, Excel. Look at it. 
Now it's so pretty and simple. I'm going to make that column smaller because it's taking up too much room. Okay. So that was find and replace. Um, the next one is hide and unhide columns. Okay. So no, a lot of times I will print out this um, this list and give it to my boss or. Um, uh, usually we actually give it to the to the presbytery um, beforehand so they can see who's coming to NCO. Um, so, but they don't need to see this education because, I mean, you don't even know what that says. You know, these are just my notes. So, um, so I'm going to, I don't want them to see this column, okay? So I'm going to right click on this column and say hide. Boom, it's gone. Um, and I think maybe they probably don't need to see their email address. You know, that's just for me because I'm going to email them, but they don't need to know their email address, so we're going to hide that column as well. Um, you know what? They don't need to see their ministry goal probably either, so we'll just hide that. So, okay, so now we have what we want to print. Um, and uh, so we can print that out, and it'll be much more condensed. Um, but, but, you know, I need those other columns, so I'm a, I wanna, when I want to see them, okay, so can you see this little, can you see this little line here? It's a little bit thicker than the other lines that shows that there are, there are columns there that are hidden, um, but also it goes from D to G, so, you know, something's missing, <laughs> so, um, you can, you're going to want to um, highlight the columns that are surrounding what you hid before, and then right-click on them, and unhide. And there they are again. Yay, they're back. Um, okay. So, now this next one is next level. It's super fun. I, I, it makes me so excited when I do it. <laughs> makes me feel really smart. <laughs> but um, okay, so so say I want um, to know how many people total are coming, without going through and counting all of these names, right? So I want a count formula that'll tell me exactly how many people are coming. Okay. So the count formula is you type in equals count. A. Whoops, count A. Nope, there we go. So you can see there it says, counts the number of cells in a range that are not empty. So if the cell's empty, it's not going to count it, but if it is, um, but, if it, but if it is empty, wait a second, if the cell is empty, it won't count it, but if the cell is completed, it will. Okay, so now we are going to tell it where to count. I'm going to just tell it to count the last name column. And so you see I have it, I'm going down a little bit farther here. It's not going to count the empty columns so or the empty rows or cells. Um, so we won't worry about that. Plus, I might add more people later. So we'll just keep, that, keep it that way there. Um, and then I'm going to close the parentheses, hit enter. We have 12 people coming. Does that look right to you? We think Excel did its math right? Yes. So I'm actually going to drag this column, or drag this cell over here, and I'm going to write um, total 
total applicants. So that's the kind of people that are coming there. So I'll just go ahead and here we go. Now we can see it. Okay. So now I want to know. So these people are probably bringing their spouses with them. So that's not, you know, if I'm planning for food, I can't plan for 12 people. I got to plan for the spouses as well. So we got to count the spouses. So we're going to do the same thing. So let's label that spouses. And then we're going to do equals count A, open parentheses, and then the whole spouse column. Now I don't want to include the word spouse because it'll include it in my count, and that'll be that'll make it off. So um, and close parenthesis, enter. We got nine spouses coming. Okay, and now I'm just going to do a simple um, a simple sum uh, sum formula. So you can either go go up and click here and click the auto sum button, and it'll just guess what you want to add together, or um, whoops. You can do equals, sum, open parenthesis, highlight your cells, close parenthesis, enter. We have 21 people coming. Yay! Okay. Um, let's see here. Okay. And then, okay, so we might also want to know how many certified, how many licensed people are coming. So let's do that one now. Certified. Um, I'm going to do equals. Okay, so this is a different one because we want to we want to tell Excel to look for the word certified. Okay, so it's not count a, it's count if. Okay, you can see it says counts the number of cells within a range that meet the given condition. All right, so open parenthesis. Now it wants the range. So we're going to do this, this column here, just bleed it into there a little bit, okay? All right, so then we do a comma, and now it wants the criteria. So we're going to put the word certified, but Excel wants it in quotes, so we got to put it in quotes. Got to do what Excel wants, certified, end quote, and then close parenthesis. Enter, and it counted eight. Do you count eight? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yes. Good job, Excel. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to do license. Um, okay, then we got equals, count if, same thing, open parenthesis, um, highlight our range, comma, criteria, license. Now we can't do licensed with the D because our data doesn't reflect that. It just has license without the D. So license, quote, end quote, and then close parenthesis, enter. And we got four license. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Good. Okay, so that's our count formulas, count A and count if. Um, and then you can see, yeah, so we got 8 and 4, 8, and 8 plus 4 is 12. That's the total applicant, so that's right. Okay, so now I got one more cool thing for you, and it's called Flash Fill. Sounds very exciting, and it is. <laughs> flash Fill. Flash Fill. Fill. <laughs> flash Fill. Okay, 
So um, let's see here. Let's say I want a column with their full name in it. So I want Grant Barkley in the one cell. All right. So I'm going in, to insert a cell here. So I'm going to highlight this um, C column, go up to insert. We got ourselves a new column. So we're going to say full name. Okay. So now we type in. So now we just have to give it an example, basically. So we want Grant Barkley. Okay. Now we're going to go down to Christine Hauser and we write, we start, oh, is it going to work? Oops. Hauser. Jen. Oh, no. Okay. In newer versions of Excel, um, it will just guess that you want to keep going in the same manner that you have started. Um, but I think you might, this is an older version, so I think you'll have to go to data and then, oh, this is not doing what I wanted to. Okay. Apparently Excel 2013 does not have this, or 2010, whatever this is. I have 2016 on my laptop but I couldn't get it on the screen, so. <laughs> um, but anyways, in Excel 2016, it will just fill this in for you, which is really awesome. Um, and I also use that, I also use that like for the spouse, for the spouse column as well, to give the spouse the full name so then I can make um, everybody name tags from this list. So that's a bummer, you can't see it. But um, okay, so that's flash fill. Um, so I'm going to just go ahead and hide that column since it didn't really work. <laughs> um, okay, and so now I want to print this out for myself. Okay, um, so I want I want all of the columns. I'm not going to hide any of them except for our full name column. Um, so if I go to print it now, it's going to print on three pages. It says down at the bottom, and they're all. You know, they're all on different pages. And I don't want that all. I want it all on one page. So let's go back here. Um, there are three views in Excel, and you can see them down here in the lower right corner. We're on the normal view right now. But if we switch to page layout, it'll kind of show me what it looks like when it um, when it prints. So. Okay, so then you can also go up to the top to page layout. Um, first thing we're going to do is make the margins smaller. Okay, so we're going to go to narrow margins. So that helped, right? Now we have five columns on this page. Um, next, we want to make it change the orientation. So right now it's vertical or um, or portrait. We want to change it to landscape so we can we can get it all on one page here. Oh, still not all on one page. What are we going to do? We have this here, scale to fit. Okay? Um, so so we, we're talking about the width, right? We want to scale to fit based on the width. So it's set to automatic right now, but you can set it to one page. And that means that all the columns will fit on one page. There we go. Now we have all our columns on one page. It'll be a little bit smaller, but um, but at least we have them all on one page. So now I'm ready to print this. Uh, no, 
I'll have a title. We need to add a title. So um, I could insert a, um, a row above the first, uh, above my header, with my headers, but, or I could just add a, add a header here. So I'm going to call this NCO attendees March 2019. Now I'm just going to make that a little bit bigger so we can see it. And then I also normally um, have a write a revised date because this list changes daily. <laughs> so I'll write revised 3919. And now I'm ready to print. So that is my Excel demonstration. And I will take questions now if you have any. Yeah. Um, I think some of them probably. Um, I'm not sure. I don't. I just. I like Excel, so <laughs> I stick with it. <laughs> but yeah, I think. I think a, a lot of. Usually, in my experience with with Google Drive and Google Docs and stuff, um, it's pretty similar. Um, it's just sometimes the commands are a little bit different. But um, but yeah, I think it probably doesn't have flash fill. Like this old version doesn't, but um, but yeah, I would assume most things were the same. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, what I normally do with that, um, I use uh, Avery. Um, okay, I'll show you what I do. Come on, man. Avery.com. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Avery.com. All right. So what I normally do is I come here. I have an account, um, but then I go to templates, find a template, um, and then whatever I'm print using to print off. Just type, you can type in that there. So I forget what it is. 81, we'll just say it's this one, 8163. And then you can, um, you can design what you want on here. Oh, it wants me to log in. All right, I'm not going to do that right now. But, anyways, um, it, it lets you design it and then upload. Um, an Excel spreadsheet for it to read and um, enter in the names that you want. So you can put, here's where the first name will go, here's where the last name will go, and then you can write, I usually do their area at the bottom, and you can put a logo on there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I make an, a separate sheet in Excel just for, just for um, uh, name tags, just to make it easier. Because um, sometimes this will only read the f the first sheet, and I don't want it to read all of my because I have so many columns. <laughs> so sometimes I just do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was through Lynda.com. L Y N D A. 
Um, and that, so uh, Moody had a subscription to that. It's a paid, it's a paid thing. Um, and they have so many things. I highly recommend Linda um, for professional development because you can learn um, Photoshop on there. You can learn, um, you can learn like basic stuff about Microsoft Word. That's where, that's how I learned the um, quick parts thing. Um, you can learn like Adobe, the whole Adobe suites on there. Just everything is on there. How to build a website, stuff like that. So it's very useful and I highly recommend it. There's so many things on there. I, yeah, I'm not sure. I think it's a it's a flat fee, and then you have access to everything. So, Linda, L Y N D A. I could just delete it. Yes, yes. Yeah, well, um, yeah, when I, when I would go to make the name tags, I'll probably use that column um, if it actually worked. It didn't work for me, though, so I just hit it. Maybe I want it later. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Anything else? Well, great. Um, can I pray for you before we before we break here?